Hey, hey, beautiful human. Welcome to the Soul Revolution Podcast, your cosmic playground for mind, body, and beyond. If you're ready for an epic journey of transformation and evolution, you have come to the right place. Let me tell you, this is not your average self-help show. We are all about keeping it real, relatable, and a ton of fun. Get ready to be inspired by incredible stories that'll make your soul do a happy dance, expert guidance that will light your path, and discover a whole buffet of healing possibilities. Whether you're new to the mindfulness game or you're a seasoned spiritual explorer, we've got something for every human out there. So get comfy, hit that play button, and let's dive into the soul revolution where healing meets happy and magic happens. Okay, so you know how you can meet a perfect stranger and you just look at them and your souls connect and you're like, oh, hello, friend, there you are. It's like you found each other on the planet and you knew that one day you would find each other, right? Like perfect strangers. That's what happened with me and Amy Lee Westervelt. And this episode is such a beautiful reflection of that. When we connected and I invited her to be on the podcast, I just immediately knew and she said the same thing. Like, She's like, I'm in. I'm in. And whatever you want to do, whatever you want to talk about, let's do this. And so when we started talking about the awakening journey, and she's like, I know exactly what it was for me. And I know how it's been through the people that I work with. We're going to talk about awakening through the divine masculine within. And I was just like, (gasps) big inhale, because that's been such a big part of my own journey and really bringing the divine masculine, divine feminine conversation to more people to understand what this energy is inside all of us, whether you are a man or a woman or however you identify, we all have the polarity of these energies within us. And to understand them on this level, in this context that Amy Lee is bringing her work forward, I can't wait for you to to really sit with it, to allow it to speak to you and learn something new about the energies that are inside of you. So let's sit down, get cozy, and dive right in. Amy Lee, I'm so grateful that you're here on the Soul Revolution Podcast, season one, all about awakening. And like you just had, you just experienced now in a lot of these episodes, this is where it's so perfect. I've talked to a lot of different guests about multiple awakenings and how we continuously have multiple awakenings throughout our life. I just had one last weekend was like bananas and you are experiencing one right now, right? Where you're waking up to a new iteration of your body of work which then that means it's a new iteration of Amy Lee, right? Because that's really our work and what we do is it continues to evolve and grow and how we serve the world with whatever God's telling us to do is that requires a next level, an awakening to the next level, the next version, the next iteration, whatever people, the higher, our highest self um, that requires us to embody that so that we can bring that new baby forward, the new version of our work which is huge, huge, huge. And so I cannot wait to hear all about this awakening and what this will do for those who are listening, how this will help them in their own journey and their awakening as they continue to awaken. And they have bodies of work that they're either wanting to bring forth into the world or perhaps are contemplating their next iteration, right? Like, I want to hear all about it. Tell me all the things. (laughs) 
It's four, four, four. Of course. Of course it is. Of course it is. Thank you universe for confirmation, right? This is like total divine confirmation. Yeah. Let's go. Let me just give you a little bit of quick background. I've been a coach. I would say I've been a coach for a long time. I worked with empaths. Then I worked with people on what's called dream design, something that I invented. Because let's be real, I'm a five two. Like it has to be something that I created out of nothing, right? Totally. And what I found is that a lot of people didn't know what they desired. And so we worked with that for a long time. And then Mm -hmm. it kind of got to this point where manifestation just felt a little bit three-dimensional. It felt like, Mm -hmm. okay, there's a certain point where you're pulling in all these things. And then it's like, you're constantly adding to yourself. Like we were talking about before, adding to your wardrobe, adding to your shoes. And it's like, when is it enough? And so Mm -hmm. I kind of started down this path of, of embodiment and like looking for ways to acclimate to the energy rather than trying to manipulate the energy to be Mm. the way I wanted it. It was like, how do I equalize to what's already there? Right. And it was doing that, that I decided to sign up with a mentor in Kundalini yoga. Okay. And one of the things that I did in Kundalini in this container with her was these mantras. And in the mantras, we started to connect to our inner divinity, which is something Mm -hmm. that I've kind of always kind of toyed with. But what I found was that my inner divinity was essentially my inner masculine. And so what I determined was that as a woman, Mm -hmm. it's an inner energy within me that is head over heels in love with me. Yes. That is my divine intimate partner. Yes. And so started playing with this with clients. Yeah. And I was like, okay, imagine you've got this guy that's mm-hmm. head over heels in love with you. He thinks you're amazing. He's texting you. He's asking you questions. He's telling you how beautiful you are. You know, just play with this. And so we did yeah. a lot of like role playing with this inner divinity. And I created this new, I don't know what you call it a discipline or a science. Practice practice, yeah, called aerogenics, which is basically the study of life force energy. Mm. So what I determined is that most women, they get married, they have kids, or, you know, they get older. And it's like, they take that adolescent part of themselves, and it shuts down the part that was like, Oh, my gosh, he looked at me. Oh, my gosh, I can't wait. Like, yeah, we're going to the movies like that, like that, like fun fluttery. Yes. Yes. We don't need it anymore because now we're, we're married and we're, you know, Mm -hmm. all the things. Right. And that life force energy is where the manifestation, where the magic, where that Mm -hmm. self-sustaining self, you know, self-sourced magic comes from. So that awakening for me was about recognizing that I could reignite that energy that I could go Mm. back and be the Amy Lee that was 17 years old, that was waiting for the guy at the mall to come out of the store, catch eyes. You know, I could boardwalk. I could be the one who was like, Oh my God, the tingling. And so I started practicing this with my clients and they're like, I didn't even know my body could feel. And it's, I want to be very clear. It's not really a sexual thing. I mean, there's definitely an intimacy component, but it's so much bigger than that. It's so much more embodied than that. And so my clients are all like, I don't understand. All these things are coming to me. My partner wants to be with me more. Like all these things are falling in my lap. I'm like, because you don't need them. Because you feel so, we're moving from self-sufficient to self-sourced. Yes. So that that was the awakening. And then then only after 
discovering all that, downloading all that, did I start doing my research and find out these practices have been around for thousands and thousands. Mm, Of course, because it's like people, the world is now ready. You were ready, first of all, right? Like you had to be ready and do all of the work that you need to, to do for yourself to be prepared and be ready to receive this in a way that you could teach it now, at, like it's been done, practiced for thousands of years, but we're in a different time. We're in a different day and age, and it needs to be brought forth in a way that people can receive and understand and connect with so that it will be utilized again, so that it will be brought forth again. And that is, let me ask you this, because I, I feel I'm in the middle of like, underst- I didn't get it that way, like the way you're saying it, but th- I have received the same thing. The same thing's happening to me right now. Like it's happening and I'm living it. And it's this, everything that I'm creating right now is happening because I reconnected to that energy, that feeling that like, oh my gosh, boyfriend feeling <laughs> like all of that's happening and same thing in my business, but it's so beautiful. Like for you to put words around it and then also a way to be able like I stumbled into it, right? But you've been given a way to teach it so that it can be done over and over and over again. And you had to be prepared and ready for that, like for yourself to bring that forth into the world. And I wanted to ask, is there a certain, does fear come up at all in it? Like, do you feel like, oh my gosh, this is so big. Like, yes, it's exciting. Yes. I see my clients doing it, but like. Tremendously. I was an energy healer a couple months ago, laying on the table, having a past life experience of literally being murdered Mm. for sharing something that I didn't even know what it was yet. And I remember the, the the energy healer standing there and she goes, I see the word heretic. And I'm like, yep, me too. And I started explaining to her what was happening. And what was happening was I was teaching people at that time in whatever lifetime that was, I guess it was like the middle ages, how to access life force energy without having to go through an entity like the church or like some yes. kind of proxy. And the church was like, yeah, we're not, you're not doing that anymore. And I'm like, the hell I'm not. And they're like, you're going to go tell everybody that you were lying. You're going to tell them that you made all this up. And I was like, no, I'm not. And they were like, okay, then we're going to kill you. And so I got that download that I had done something in the way of bringing, you know, this energy forward, but I didn't know what it was yet. And it wasn't until, and when I, let me clarify, this was between when you and I talked last and now Mm -hmm. that dropped in, Hey, here's what it was that, that, that they wanted to end you for. And are you still open wow. to sharing it? And I'm like, not only am I open to sharing yeah. it, I do it from the rooftops now. Yes. Like this is going to be, yeah, absolutely. And, and so fear more than anything, it's been like, there's this fear of this like next level entity that's going to like mm. remove me from existence, but not, not in the sense of like, Oh, what if people don't like it? Because it's yeah. so much bigger than that. Does that make yeah. sense? Totally. Totally. A thousand percent. You know, it's so, I feel like this is going to take this conversation is going to, it's taking a life of its own. <laughs> I know we knew that was going to happen though. Didn't we? <laughs> but I shit you not, I had the exact same fear and was told the same thing that I was murdered in another lifetime for bringing forth something that what like they didn't want it to be brought forth, whatever it was. And I, yes, same thing. And so I was, I was working with an energy, like a healer channeler. This was years, like three years ago. And he told me like what he channeled is it's safe now to 
to bring this forward. It's you're, it's not that same time. It's safe for you to bring this work forward. You're divinely protected. This is divinely protected. It's time now. And still that fear was there very present for years until very recently. I worked with another healer and cleared that out, but it was, it's just really powerful how we can be awake to know what we're supposed to do, go into it and be fully knowing this and yet still carry fear. And that's even a part of the awakening is awakening to knowing what we're supposed to do, knowing who we are, right? What we're here to do. Like, that's a huge thing. Like, it's like you were given this message, you know, you have this thing to do. And then to go back and connect the dots of like, I know that I'm here on this earth in this lifetime right now to bring this body of work forward. But for all of these years, not being ready yet, right? Like I wasn't ready yet either until right now, which don't you feel like it's very interesting that it's happening right now? Like, I feel like there are so many of us that are waking up and that we know we have very specific missions and bodies of work to bring into the world. It's like, it feels like for such a time as this, you know what I mean? Like that's what, like what keeps coming up is it's very, very timely. I don't know if you're seeing a lot of that also around you, but I feel like that's very prevalent. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of us incarnated at this time to be the healers. And, you know, five years ago, two years ago, we were all like, why did we pick this time? And now we're right. all going, Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> all right. I get it now. Okay. Universe. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Oh so, yeah. I totally read that. And I think a yeah, lot of people yeah. are going through very similar metamorphosis is metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. I don't know. Whatever the metamorphosis. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's, I think that, and that's why it felt very necessary for us to launch this podcast with awakening as the first season that we're going into, because that's where it really starts, right? Like our own awakening is what is, what does awakening mean to you? Let me ask you that. Like, what did it look like for you? And what, how do you, do you see it differently now than you did when you had your first awakening? Has it shifted? Like now that you've had multiple awakenings as you continue to move forward, what did it look like for you from the beginning? And how does it feel for you now? So I think that originally when I would think of awakening, I would think of like tingly feelings in your body and like suddenly being psychic and like all these magical powers. And what I've come to realize awakening is, is, you know, we're all, we're, we're all spiritual entities having a human experience. And it's that experience of humanity that like, we're here to like experience humanity. Right. And so I feel like for me, awakening has been recognizing that I am a goddess playing the role of a human human. instead of a human who is like, you know, pledging fealty to a sky daddy. Like, it's not like I'm not separate from the energy of God. Right. God is made manifest through me. Right. Inner divinity I can animate whichever one I want at any time. So like if mm-hmm. I step into the goddess, now all of a sudden I have everything, right. but that also means that I don't have those little juicy nuggets of humanity. I don't have mm-hmm. emotions as much, right? Like, cause I, cause I already have it all. So there's no experience of getting and receiving. I can't receive as the goddess because right. I already have it all. When I'm the human, I don't have that 
superpower of manifestation of like, Mm -hmm. I already have it all. And so I have to like embody like one at a time. Mm. And the same thing with my, you know, with my inner God, which in my case is named Eros, right? Like he is my masculine protector. He's the one who tells me, I mean, I full disclosure, I happen to be part of the BDSM community. Mm. And so for me, my relationship with my inner divinity is kind of a little bit more on the kinky side, right? Yeah. Whereas for like, maybe you, it's more like gentle and romantic and like flowers and stuff. Mine's a little bit more dominant. Yeah. And so, but in having that energy of like, okay, you're going to go do this. You're going to go. And like knowing that me living my best life is how I reciprocate to that inner partner. Like he loves to see me have pleasure and have all the things I desire. Yeah. And like, I'm lit up by the fact that that's how I'm reciprocating because women Mm. tend to think that reciprocation to a masculine partner, be it a male or a female, like masculine energy is to do what they did, but Mm -hmm. it's not the reciprocation Mm -hmm. to masculine energy is to receive because they want to see you receive. Right. That's why the universe has everything. And we as little humans are here to receive that is our gift to the universe is to receive in gratitude. And so Mm -hmm. how much better to create a microcosm inside of yourself, a little mini universe between you and this masculine energy. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's like everybody's the energizer bunny and nobody has to rely on these little stations of, oh, let me suck some energy out of my partner. Let me suck some energy out of my mom. Let me go to the grocery Mm. store and suck some energy out of the, you know, the person at the counter. No, like I am broadcasting energy everywhere, like all over the world. And that's where that magnetism comes from because I am my own generator. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. That's so powerful. And I think when people don't realize that that's how it works, they're hindering their own awakening, right? Because it's constantly like a take, 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 and let me fill up, right? Because I'm missing something. And, and the thing that they're right, the thing that you're seeking is, is already there, if you could just receive it, right? Like, that's what we're waking up to. And I love that explanation. Like, I I know that that's going to resonate with so many people, because it's just understanding it from that perspective, it, it is that easy, right? It's like not complicated (laughs) at all. But to see it from that perspective is amazing. It's so good. Do your clients, when when you were working with your clients, especially like in the dream design stuff, do you feel like the dream design work that you're doing or were doing, was that also awakening them to what they're here to do, their purpose, like who they really are, were there, what were their dots connecting for them through the dream design? Because it sounds like, I don't know a lot about the dream design work, but it sounds like you're, it's like getting super, super clear, right? Like clarity in who am I? What am I here to do? And who was, who started coming to you for that? Is it people who were already in a space of like, I'm kind of in my purpose. I'm awake. I just need to know like what's next. Or was, was this like, do people come to you who are like, I don't, all I know is I'm here for something greater. I need to know a path, like show me a way, like how does the dream design stuff work? And how do you see that moving into the aerogetics? Like where that's going to, is that like next level next next thing for your clients. I'm so glad you asked all three of those questions because I'm going to answer them with one Mm. thing. So Mm. here's how it works. There are four levels of consciousness. Okay. Mm. So the first level of consciousness is to me consciousness. It's the victimhood. It's if it's going to, you know, like this, I 
can't do this because this happened to me. It's yeah. recognizing that the energy is outside of us. It's the least empowered place we can possibly be. So right. like, well, I was going to do that, but she wouldn't let me, or this coach is taking all the clients or we don't have enough room, right? Like it's, so it's that to me. And that's the very beginning of the consciousness. When we move beyond that, we recognize what's called radical responsibility. And so mm-hmm. now in by me consciousness. So we go from this end of the spectrum all the way to the other side where it's like, if it's going to be, it's up to me. I have to be in charge of my own reality. And this is where I meet a lot of people. These are women, alpha women Mm. who've made incredible businesses, who are holding it all together, who have completely lost the sense of their sensuality and the mystique and all of these things because they've just been going, 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 going. And they're not ready necessarily to let anybody help them or to lean on anybody Mm. because there's all this resentment built up about all the things they did. And I take care of the kids and I do this and I do that. And so they've got this like hard shell that's really hard to break once they get through that. And so that, that piece, those two, that's the first part of my work. And so Mm. I actually have a group just for that design to dream is all just, if you're to me or your body, when you move beyond that, when you move beyond that, we get into what's called through me consciousness. Mm. Through me consciousness is about I am in partnership with the universe and I am and I am, you know, co-creating. Yes. So that's where we start with goddess queen, where it's like those are the two energies, those are the two identities of the next level woman is she is the goddess, she's the mm. highest self of and she's also a queen yeah. in partnership with whatever you know her masculine partner is. And so then once we get through through me and we start to open and give the universe permission to spoil us and let ourselves mm-hmm. be the kept queen, which I think the adolescent version of that is like lucky girl syndrome, we are okay. kept queen. Yeah. And then once we move through that, now we're in as me consciousness and we mm-hmm. recognize that we don't only personify the goddess, we're also the God. And so in that existential, so reality, yeah. you're both, right? And yes. so- that's kind of where it goes. So to answer your original question, mm-hmm. who comes to me? People who are pulled in by my energy. Yeah. Like they don't necessarily know what the hell they're hiring me right. for. <laughs> they're the DMs and they're like, I don't even know what you do. Yeah. What's it going to cost me? And how do I yeah. sign up? Like, yeah. I have had the darndest time trying to explain what I do, but I, I also find that it's never been a problem. Either. Same. I know. <laughs> so, so to answer your question, I don't think that people go seeking the like marketing will tell you, you know, they, they seek to fix a problem. I think they seek someone who can walk them through what they're going through, right. knowing that that person will unlock the part of them that needs to heal them. And that's what I try to do. I try to yeah. be there to support them doing the work, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can't you can't take people through this, through me consciousness and then go, and oh, by the way, I'm the savior that's going to protect you. Now yeah, we're right no back into me, right. you know? So you've got to hold the energy of you're the goddess. Yeah. I'm a goddess that can see all of you and I'm going to help you connect with your higher self so yes. you can do the work. Absolutely. I love, love, love that. Like how beautiful that you can walk people through those different phases, right? Because all of those are are phases of awakening, really. I mean, it's like, that's 
the stages or phases that they're going to go through each of each of those. I mean, as you were talking to me, by me, through me, as me, I'm like, I could literally envision what myself where I was in each of those phases. It's so good. It's so good. And it takes so much time and you need a, the support and the community, right? Like it's, I don't personally believe that you can do this alone. It, you, and I don't think that we're meant to do it alone. Also, I will say that I think that we're meant to do this in community together, especially as women, especially as women. So then do you, is the aerogetics, is that the next level for them? Like once they've gotten to that, or is that for anybody at any phase? So the aerogetics is going to come in at the through me consciousness, Mm -hmm. right? Because now we've moved from, oh my gosh, I'm just going to do it all myself. And it's like, but what if somebody was there waiting with a glass of wine at the end of the day to be like, Mm. can I rub your shoulders? What if somebody was there to just tell you you were beautiful? Every time you look in the mirror, my clients have affirmations that are specifically about surrendering to this inner Mm. energy. You know, there's certain mantras that they say they're very much in relationship with this inner masculine and that energy, that feeling, you know, that feeling when you're first dating someone and they're texting you and they haven't really, and you're not really sure. And you're just like, Oh my God. There's nothing (laughs) like we, we live for that for our adolescent years. And then all of a sudden we, we abandon that. And and it's Mm. like, but that part of us is still very much alive and well, like for example, when I was growing up, Twilight was the big movie and everybody was in love with either the sparkly vampire or the werewolf. Right. And if I go back and watch that movie now, I don't look at it and go, oh my gosh, they're young enough to be my kids. No, I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, Jacob was so hot. hot. Why? Because that inner energy, that adolescent energy of me is still there. It's like, I can look at my husband and be like, oh, you're so cute. You got me a nice coffee. Or I can look at him like he's the same guy that I got off an airplane to meet, you know, in an airport and like we met eyes and it was like, yeah, that was it. Like he's still that person. I'm still that person. And when we can train people to remember that energy and call that up. Yes. Oh, this is so good. There's nothing that could, like, there's nothing that could No, there is not. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good because like I said, I'm living it right now and I stumbled upon it accidentally, (laughs) but I'm playing with it in just my own business and my own practice and, and with a partner who's involved in my business and, Mm -hmm. and we're co-creating together, right. Collaborating, co-creating together. And it is that same feeling like it's, but it feels like that about my business and to be able to do it over and over and over again is like, you're right. That's where the magic is, but that isn't just applicable to business, right? It's like, like you just said, it's everywhere in life, everywhere in life. Like we get to feel like this. That's where the magic is. When we tap into it, it creates more and more magnetism for what we desire in all the areas of life. It's it's yeah. Magic. Have you ever been like super needy with your partner and you're like, oh my gosh, I just want you to hold me and blah, 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 and they're just like, oh, okay, here you go. Like <laughs> there's days that you're just like, you're something about Mary. Like you're, you're so involved in whatever you're doing and you're yeah. just like, like embodying the goddess and you're just yeah. like going, 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 but like in all the embodied ways. And he's like, babe, right. can I, can I do something for you? Can I do, yeah. can I take something off your plate? Because it's right. just 
so attractive when we don't need them, right? right? And like the way I look at it, your relationship with your inner masculine, that's what completes you and your partner complements that pairing. So right. your partner, right. it's the whole you yes. and they're a whole them, yes. but your inner masculine is part of you. So yeah, it's like thousand percent. always there and always connected to yep. you and your partner, you know, like my husband did a 40 day fast and I literally wanted him to live in a different house. I was like, you are not fun. <laughs> you, are, you are annoying. You are very volatile. And that was when I was alone with this inner masculine and he's like, mm-hmm. Got you until he's back. We've got this. And it was just like this beautiful blossoming of this relationship. And at first I was like, Am I talking to myself? (laughs) The answer is yes, but it's okay. Yeah, totally. I'm talking to myself because we're all consciousness having the illusion of being a whole bunch of different entities. So if I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to to myself. So I mean, (laughs) at the end of the day, like what, you know, what's the difference? Totally. Okay. You know what I feel like this whole conversation is because we knew it would go all over the place, but it's not, it's not, it's awakening to the divine masculine within. Mm -hmm. Like that's really what this is, especially for women. But this, how how does this apply to men? Because we have men listening to this. It's surrendering to the masculine within, you know what I mean? It's letting him in. So I asked my husband that I'm like, I don't think this works like that for you. And he's like, no, he's like, I don't, I don't think it does either. But I think that for them, it's, it's more of a, the energy that they're looking for. If they're the provider and they're the masculine, Mm -hmm. then the feminine energy is going to be more like accepting and empathetic. It's going to be the part of them that's like, it's okay that you didn't do 17 things today. It's okay that you need to cry. Like, I think it's for them, it's more of that like mother Gaia kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. But I also recognize that it's not exactly the same. Like we try so hard to be two of the same thing, but different, you know, pink and blue. But I think we're such different entities in terms of the way that our energy works, that there might even be some nuances of how it works for men. That's Mm. completely different. And that's one of the reasons why I am so comfortable saying I only work with women. Right. Right. I know how our parts work. I know, you know, I know all these things and how the energy works. Yeah. That too. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And you know, what's interesting when you talk about energy, when women start to lose connection to this vital essence, this eros, this energetics, Mm -hmm. that's when they start to let themselves go Mm -hmm. Start to gain weight. Potentially Mm. they start to have disease. Wow. They start to need to have certain parts of their bodies removed. Why? Because there's no longer life force energy Mm. flowing through those channels. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. And I'm just thinking like, I'm wondering if it would be just flipped, like for men, then it's awakening to the inner feminine, right? Like, because for women who like, I'll speak for myself. I was very heavy in masculine energy in my wounded self. I mean, I always present feminine, you know, do all the feminine things, but the energy that was driving was wounded masculine. It wasn't, it wasn't the, I never had the relationship with my inner 
Eros masculine, where it was like loving, boyfriendy, wooey, courting, dating. It never felt like that. It was always heavy, wounded, get shit done. Like not ever, it never felt loving. And I think that's the distinct difference in what you're sharing and how the relationship and the connection to that inner energy is, is like, for me now it's shifted into that. And I think that's why I'm experiencing it now because I've done so much work to heal that part of me, to heal the connection with the energy, right? And a lot of forgiveness, a lot of forgiveness, a lot of grace. But now it's like repairing a relationship. So if if there are women who are listening, especially, or even men who are listening, who their partner is heavy in her masculine energy, because I think we see a lot of this in, and I don't know if you experience this with your clients, especially as women, like their marriages can feel tumultuous when she's heavy in the masculine energy, but it's not from the healed loving space. It's coming at it different. They're going to experience a different marriage because of that, because it's masculine, masculine. Right. And so for men listening, especially if you have a partner who's in that space, like knowing that it's possible for her to heal, to come into that. It's, I don't want to say it's not you, but also it's a reflection of what's happening. Like we are all a reflection. Like you said, we're all unconsciousness. It's all, we're talking to ourselves for sure. But also that it's possible to heal that inner masculine, to heal that relationship with that divinity within and have a completely different experience. Like I'm living fucking proof of it, living proof of night and day, how that relationship of the divinity within that inner masculine as a a natural born woman, how that has shifted and evolved like literally night and day and what that looks like, how it plays out in my relationships with my children, in my business, like all over the place. The work you're doing is, I feel like it's very crucial for women, especially, but especially for women who desire or are in a partnership mm-hmm. with a man Absolutely. or a woman, it doesn't matter, but energetically, yeah, energy. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And there are many, many, many women who have ideal masculine energy and yeah. they are great partners, you know, like yeah. they're, they're and the, and vice versa. Like it has nothing to do with gender. It has to do with the energy that we lead with in our day-to-day life. And I think the biggest problem that, you know, if men are listening that women have is that we've been taught as a society that surrender is giving up. It's giving Mm. in. Like Mm -hmm. if we let go into a situation, when you go to like have a cake decorated for your kid's birthday, you tell them what to put on it and what colors you want. And then you walk away. You, you submit right order right like you literally give up your power to have them make it so if you're in a relationship with a masculine partner and you submit that means that you're like okay we're in a partnership you're gonna be the leader Mm -hmm. i'm gonna tell you what i want and you're gonna make the plan to get us there Mm. it's not subjugation it's not like you know belongs in kitchen like that's not right it's not what it is and so women by and large are very afraid to give that surrender, that vulnerability, because what happens if he doesn't have my back? What happens if he leaves me out to dry? What happens if it exposes me? And so she carries around all this resentment instead of being like, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust you for a moment. 
but I reserve the right to take back that trust if you fuck it up. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hold the phone for a second though, because let I fucking love this conversation because then I think but you let me know because this is your area of expertise, but in my own learning, it's coming, it's, it's all coming back around to what you said, because that lack of trust with the partner is going to come right back to the lack of trust to the divine inner masculine within ourselves. Exactly. So you have to start here. You practice with him. You practice letting him take care of you. And then you will see that reflected in your relationship outside, but you can't control what's going on with your partner. You can a hundred percent control, you know, as within, so without as above, so below. So you play around in here and you make this relationship the best one you've ever had. And you do Mm -hmm. all the tweaks and everything around you has no choice, but to emulate that. Mm. This is so good. I told you. I was like, girl, wait, just wait. (laughs) It's so, so, so good. So when are you launching this? When is this open and how can women join you or... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing it like kind of in like a beta with my one-on-one clients, mm-hmm. like, Hey, try this, try that. Yeah. So I've been doing it for a while. I did just open a couple of spots for people one-on-one on a trial okay. basis, kind of play with like, you know, what this looks like in a little yeah. bit, like in a, in a, in a container where we started there from the beginning. And so, yeah, so I think that's where we're starting. I also had, I have a group program. It's not running right now, but it's called divine union. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I taught that over the summer last year and I might run that again. So those are kind of the things I'm playing with, but like, mm-hmm. honestly, my Facebook groups, like I have designed to dream for those first two sides mm-hmm. for those, you know, to me and, and by me. And then goddess queen is my other group, which is only by invitation. You have to already be in my world and get yeah. to know me a little bit before I take you into my inner sanctum. And we talk about everything in there. We talk yeah. about sex. We talk about getting waxed. We talk about all the things. So totally. strictly females in there. Yeah. The design to dream does have men. So yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of I different ways. Yeah. So good. Oh, I feel like we could talk forever and we could yeah. talk about all of the things and we will, we will, we will have you back. My show too. Oh my God. I would love to. I would love to. Cause we're going to just keep talking about all the things. <laughs> There's so much and it's so good. I am so grateful. I am so honored to have had you. Thank you for these nuggets of wisdom and especially for very tangibly walking people through what it looks like, like what awakening could look like when you awaken, especially for women to the divine masculine within to cultivating a love relationship with that within yourself first, and then seeing what that looks like tangibly outside of your world, because it does start flowing out very quickly, very quickly. And things start shifting very quickly. And it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to see that you're doing this and that you're giving women a, like the how, like for me, the biggest thing is like, it's really great to tell people that this is possible, but I really love connecting with mentors, coaches, guides, healers who can actually give people a tangible how, like instead of leaving it up to like the, how does it matter? <laughs> a lot of people need a how and need steps and a way to get there. And I just love that you, you do that through your entire body of work and what's coming through you is really beautiful to see. So thank you for your service to the world. Thank you for coming to soul revolution podcast and being on season one with us and talking all about awakening. And we'll see you very soon. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. Bye. 
Hey friend, thanks so much for joining us for this episode. We hope your soul is stirred and your human has been inspired. Now, the magic doesn't stop here. We would love to have you with us over in our Happy Human community on Facebook, where you can connect more with our guests, get access to free tools and resources, and best of all, be immersed in a really rad community that will continue to support you on your journey. Simply search Facebook for Happy Human Community, that's human spelled H-Y-O-U-M-A-N, and we will see you on the inside. Now, if you're hungry for even deeper transformation, please visit happyhuman.com, that's H-A-P-P-Y-H-Y-O-U-M-A-N.com, and sign up for our next Core Wound Healing Group session. This is our pay-what-you-can offering to the world because we truly believe that healing should be accessible to every human. Remember, your presence helps the world shine even brighter. So keep seeking healing, keep spreading the love, and keep embracing the happy human within you because that is the key to your soul revolution. Thank you.